Super Talk Mississippi media production. Come see your locally owned and operated Linton Glass for all your glass needs. No matter what glass you need to replace, you can count on Linton Glass. Call us today at 601-835-4336 or find us on the web at lintonglass.com. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Let's do this. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the JT Show. Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard Gibbert, Rhino, in the studio, bringing you facts, fodder, and fine music. Morning, Rhino. And Howdy, howdy. Please tell everyone what day it is. Today would be hump day. All dead gum day. All dang day. Well, we got a little weather moving in later today and possibly... Tomorrow, yeah, I think the the Gulf Coast has been experiencing it since uh, about twelve hours ago, and I don't think they're going to see the sun for about a week. It seems on the Gulf Coast. Oh yeah, it, it's been raining and raining, and then it stops raining, and then it rains some more, and then it get a little break, and then it rains some more, and it's going to rain all day today and into tomorrow. Mm, you're right. I'm looking at it, and there's uh, just a whole big batch of rain draped paralleling the beach, the coastline there. Interesting, because I think it's uh, after it goes through the rest of the state tomorrow, it clears off fairly nicely, I believe. For the so, majority of the state, yeah. Yeah, for the majority of the state. Will be a little bit of windy conditions, which could lead to severe weather, but yeah. not nearly as high a risk as well, we were seeing last week. It's uh, it's March. It's supposed to be like that, right? In like a lion and out like a lamb. We're ready for it to get out like a lamb at this point. All right, so you've been watching what's going on, folks, down on the border. We haven't discussed that a great deal on the program. Uh, our friend Paul Gallo has on his, and he had uh, our good friend Mike Hurst, former U.S. attorney, very familiar with immigration policy, ICE border the border situation was on with him this morning a good interview this is a serious deal that it's just not being taken seriously it seems by the uh the president and of course now we have to refer to it as the biden harris administration that an edict coming down from the white house what the heck's that all about what's the story there I don't get it. The Biden-Harris administration. Maybe it's uh, tipping their hand a little bit that they think that it's the only reason he won. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> That's an interesting concept. It it's just weird. I mean, it's diversity and inclusivity is is their their main go-to. It certainly does seem to empower. So how how could they possibly? justify electing an old white man. 
So the, you're right. So they have to insert additional names and words and associate to make it fit the narrative. And it's like that Cigna stuff we were reading yesterday. No more China virus. You can't refer to it at all. Nothing. You're just sick. <laughs> Spicy no, butterflies. No hip hip hooray. <laughs> I still maintain I want to be in the room when somebody does something worthy of a hip hip hooray, or is or is recognized for for accomplishing a task that is again worthy of a hip hip hooray from a large crowd in say the cafeteria of the of the building, and you got that one woke scold that paid a hundred percent attention to the nonsense critical race theory training that is trying their best to shut everybody else up. You can't say that. Stop saying yeah. hip, hip. It's insensitive. <laughs> I, I'm struggling to understand the purpose of that one. I mean, there are many of them I'm not sure I understand, but that one in particular didn't make any sense. I, I don't know why, why we have to deconstruct. That's another one of those words that you just better look around when you hear it. It's right up there with reimagine. Transformative. We're going to contextualize the transformation as we reimagine deconstruction. Deconstruct is the mollycoddled version of we want to tear it down. I got you. Well, I tell you what, Senator Tim Scott a Republican representing the great state of South Carolina, he, of course, being a black male, he wrote an op-ed that's awesome, published in the Washington Post yesterday, and it is entitled, Let's Set the Record Straight on Woke Supremacy. So his commentary, his message here, is that because he is a black person that happens to believe in the tenets of conservatism, and you remember we talked about his, his uh, remarks at the Republican National Conference were excellent. And, uh, you know, you just said this guy's a rising star in the party, <clears throat> in politics in general, and because he doesn't, as a black person, as a minority, as a member of the marginalized population, because he doesn't fit and adhere to their prescription for him, he, he is one of the most castigated people in politics. But I guess that all of a sudden his race his skin color, his background doesn't matter since he doesn't fully embrace, support, adhere to the the uh, the democratic agenda, and so they they just cast him out. And this op-ed is excellent. The things that he has been called, and he he of course stands strong, and just lets it just bounce off of it. He doesn't take any stock in it. He did, and he certainly hasn't changed. But he said that's that's what he refers to as woke supremacy. Now think about that. He said it's worse than white supremacy. Woke supremacy. It's certainly uh, more prevalent.
That's what he says. He said, he says that neither I or other Republicans are living proof that neither racial nor gender diversity is a guarantor of progressive, inclusive, and broad-minded thinking. Diversity much in vogue has its limits. In other words, my ideology does not match that which they prescribed based on my complexion. Well said. He said that is woke supremacy. Here's the deal. Those who profess to be so tolerant, they're the least tolerant. They have zero tolerance for any opinion, any views which dissent with theirs. Zero. But yet, they admonish us, they, they lecture, and I'm talking about conservatives, you know, because we're not tolerant. I would argue, in fact, we are. Way more. To, in, being intolerant is reading that list, that vocabulary list from Cigna. I would argue that's being intolerant. You can't say hip, hip, hooray. Happy no birthday. No more brown bag lunch. Yeah, no brown bag lunch. And what was the other quiet down in the peanut gallery stuff? No can do. No can do. I would say that's intolerant. The fact that we're even so consumed and obsessed with stuff like that is worrisome. It makes you wonder, well, when do the people at Cigna worry about selling insurance and processing claims? When, when do they take some time to do that? It's the same in the schools. You, you look at the enormous amount of time and resources extended on all of the wokeism. Well, what about developing young people to be productive adults and citizens? It's nothing new. I mean, I graduated high school in 2004, and in high school we had to read The House on Mango Street, which, if you've ever read that book, you can, you can, you can verify what I'm saying. It's an awful book. It is horribly written. It has an entire chapter about a girl getting raped by a clown at a fair. But the only reason it was on the list was because the author was a person of color. <laughs> well, you, you have to look no further than these recent heinous acts of gun violence. Immediately, the conclusion was that they, were, they were, got racialized. The events, the incidents themselves did. Now we find out it's not the case at all. These are just lunatics, mentally ill people, once again, getting a hold of a gun. And, of course, the left wastes no time seizing on that, those tragedies, to push through their goofy agenda. And Colorado has the strictest gun laws, arguably, in the country. Everything the left's arguing for at the national level, they have. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we've got Rochelle Hicks, the executive director of the Mississippi Tourism Association. She'll be in the studio to talk to us about tourism in our great state. Stay with us. Brister with Entergy. Extreme weather can cause extreme power demands and increase bills. Here's some tips to save energy and money. 
Set your thermostat to 68 in the winter and 78 in the summer. Open curtains to help you warm your home with free sunlight on cold days. Close them during hot days to keep things a little cooler. We want to help you lower your usage and your bill. Get more money-saving tips at Entergy.com slash efficiency. This is JT. If you're like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, 1-800-647-8540, or on the web, MajesticMetalsINC.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Gallo here for AC Experts and William Overstreet. I've never seen anybody more thorough. 28 years experience in everything from maintenance to installation with upfront pricing on everything. Discounts for senior citizens, military, first responders. Count on William at AC Experts at 769-237-COOL. You can email theacexperts at yahoo.com and on Facebook at AC Experts. And if you mention me, you'll get $50 off your service call. And if you didn't get the number, tweet me or text me personally and I'll send you the contact. Or the AC Experts. Highly recommended. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. At Woods Equipment, we've got a Cub Cadet just for you. Whether you like to sit, stand, or power through last year's hay, we have the tools to get the job done. Visit our open house event on March 26th and 27th with special deals, food, and fun for the whole family. Speak with an official Cub Cadet rep and test drive the full line of Cub Cadet outdoor equipment delivering their enhanced strength, performance, and durability. That's Woods Equipment, the lawnmower store. March 26th and 27th, our open house on Highway 80 in Pearl. Come on down. Let's make a deal. All right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. I'm back. I told you I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, continues. Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this. Hump day! All day long. <laughs> Joining us now in the studio, Rochelle Hicks, the executive director of the Mississippi Tourism Association. Morning, Rochelle. Thanks for coming in. Good morning. Thanks for having me on the show. 
You bet. So what are some of the events, first of all, coming up that we can look forward to? And and are we going to have some sort of normal, as we would call it, events in store for us? Well, um, I'll give you a little background. So normally we have our legislative day at the Capitol and our legislative reception in January. So obviously this year, you know, with everything that was going on with COVID, we decided to push it to the end of March. So everything will be going on today. We're very excited to have our um, legislative press conference at the two Mississippi museums uh, versus having it at the Capitol, because obviously we weren't able to have it there this year. But we're really excited to have it at the two museums, and we feel like it has special meaning this year with the new flag and everything. So we're very excited, and we'll have uh, Lieutenant Governor Hoseman and Speaker Philip Gunn joining us as speakers today. Great venue for that as well. Absolutely. If you haven't been, folks, it's mm -hmm. an incredible facility that you just got to go through and see it firsthand. Uh, so it's good that you're Absolutely. able to do that. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to have it outside on the plaza. And, you know, we don't have great weather today, but it's not too bad. Not so bad. We're, we're still planning to have it outside. Not bad. Good. So I think this is an area that a lot of Mississippians probably tend to overlook. That's just tourism in general and its impact on the economy of the state of Mississippi. Do you have some information to share with us on that? Yeah, and I absolutely agree with you. So uh, tourism is the fourth largest industry in Mississippi, and a lot of people don't realize that. We are a great drive market for people within a 500-mile radius. So some of the statistics for um, 2020 are we had 21 million people that spent $5.65 billion in Mississippi. So that's a huge amount of money that goes back to the general fund and helps, you know, support all the other education and everything else that the state is supporting. Sure. We also have a hundred and six over 106,000 jobs in Mississippi, which are all tourism-related, which is equivalent to 9.4% of the jobs in our state. So tourism is, it's a huge industry. It's very important to our state, to our nation. I think we've all found that out this year with COVID, um, you know, just how important travel is to everyone. And Mississippi has a lot of great things to offer, a lot of, you know, different types of things all through the state from the coastal region and the delta we just have a lot of great things to offer and i think that you know it is overlooked sometimes so who are the members rochelle of your association the mississippi tourism association who would be a, a typical member there okay so we have um, members from all sectors of the industry we have our uh, dmos which are destination marketing organizations which is your local tourism office in your community we also have attractions hotels restaurants casinos so you know it runs the entire gamut and what is the association doing to promote tourism in the state and to attract tourists so we are the obviously the private arm as an association, but we, we partner so much with Visit Mississippi, who is the advertising and marketing arm for the state. Um, a few years ago, we were um, successful in getting some legislation passed um, that is a – it's your local taxes that you already pay, but uh, it's a part of it is diverted to tourism yeah. to Visit Mississippi. So we're very excited about that we're just in our first year of spending right now with that fund but we will be competitive with our other surrounding states where right now for instance um, probably the state around us that has the lowest marketing budget is about 10 million Hmm. and we're now going to have anywhere you know once it's fully funded we'll have anywhere from 10 to 12 million a year Hmm. which in the past we had like 1.8 million so it's a huge win for tourism you know that the pandemic uh, obviously shut down the typical business events and I know in particular our Gulf Coast and the, the big properties, mm-hmm. casino properties down there 
host events uh, throughout the tourism season in, in yes. particular, and they're usually full. Yes. I've, I've been to several uh, myself and have had some business events when I was doing that sort of stuff. Is that looking like it's going to get back on track this year? What do you see there? Yes, we just actually had a meeting last week with a, another association, and we feel like it's coming back. They're starting to see some bookings. It's slow, but I do think it is coming back. You know, we had our governor's conference on tourism uh, at the IP Casino on the Gulf Coast in December, and uh, we had a great conference. We met very safely. You know, everything was done with all the COVID guidelines, mm-hmm. and we didn't have any cases of COVID after. So we feel that, you know, as the tourism industry, it was important for us to start saying, hey, you can get back to meeting and get and get back to meeting safely because it affects so many communities in our state that, you know, have not had any business booked yeah. for the past year. Yeah, and then all the other businesses that obviously feed off that as well that are just in the area. And I don't mean to leave out, obviously, the rest of the state. It's not just limited to the Gulf Coast. We've got great right. uh, assets that are destination-type spots throughout our state. Absolutely. The Gulf Coast does make up about a third of our tourism product in the state. But we have so many, like I said earlier, so many wonderful places and you know, great conference centers all over the state. And, you know, as the Tourism Association, we always promote to our fellow associations around the state to please book your business in Mississippi. You know, I know it's fun to go outside the state. We all do for other vacations. But, you know, it's really important to try to keep those meetings and conventions in our state so that 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 money's falling back through. And what about out-of-state organizations that are, are seeking a destination to hold events uh, as an example, to what extent is your organization involved in, in just connecting with them, promoting marketing to those organizations out of state? So we're not really involved in that side of it, per se, but our members are. So, okay. you know, we have so many members sure. from all the different sectors of the industry, and they, they are promoting that on a daily basis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you would wonder if the fact that we're maybe more open, at least right now, uh, right. Less restrictive mm-hmm. than the other states, if mm-hmm. if that's not playing into some of the decision making. All right, I, absolutely, and I hope that it is. You know, we we need that business back, and you know, I know that uh, the gaming side of the casinos has been doing well. You know, over the past several months, but um, you, when you consider the restaurants that have been closed inside the casinos, the the events and that type of thing, um, conventions. Uh, their hotel stays, all of that has been down. So it's had, it's had an impact. Right. We're hearing, and you may or may not uh, have any information on this, but Rochelle, we're hearing so much from our listeners, just I'm hearing it anecdotally mm-hmm. from friends, that they're having a hard time filling some of the positions. I've, I've seen social media posts from, like, even restaurants around the state saying, we're closing down for some period of time. Uh, or, or reducing hours of operation just because they can't get staff to fill some of the jobs they have. Are you hearing that from I, I your agree. members? We're, we're hearing that from our members, and you know we're working with some of our fellow associations, the restaurant association, and hotel and lodging, and gaming to to work on that issue because it, it definitely is an issue, and you know we want people to get back to work and yeah, you know get back to business. Yeah, I mean, so if if a restaurant, for example, is unable to to uh, operate for the full complement of hours that is normal for them because they can't get enough staff just to work for that period of time, well, that has a huge revenue impact on them Absolutely. and their bottom line. So we, 
And that's, you know, that's a whole other discussion on how we got to that point right, from right. a political perspective. Mm-hmm. But we should just point out, though, that that, that is in, in, uh, for sure having an impact. Uh, what sort of legislation, if any, are you guys seeking out of our state government? What, anything in particular that you feel like you need that they could help with at this point? We don't have any particular issues that we have brought forward this session. We, you know, of course, had for several past several years, we did work on getting the funding, the tourism yeah. funding. And so yeah. now that we have that, we're hoping that that will propel us forward, especially during this time with those extra marketing dollars. But we don't have anything that we have you know, brought forward yeah. this session. So it's, that's worked out pretty well. Uh, are you, you know, one of the things that, that has really I've seen, I guess, and, and read some recent reviews on is the fact that we continue to experience slight loss, but a loss of population. In, in our state. And we're one of, I think, four or five states that is experiencing a population loss. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's fairly just stagnant. I mean, it's a minor amount, really not growing. Th- does that figure in any way to just tourism? Is that connected in any way? Is that Does that, I guess, raise flags of concern that uh, pro- prospective tourists or fit folks seeking event venues might be concerned about? Well, I'll say we've never really discussed that particular issue, but, you know, I think just going back to what you were saying right now with some of the restaurants not having the staffing and and our other sectors, so I definitely think, you know, we need to do everything we can to keep people in Mississippi and, you know, keep our young people once they graduate in our state. You know, I know in the past we've um, worked with Visit Mississippi. They have a film sector, film industry sector. And, you know, that's one thing that they're really working on is trying to get people to to work here in the film industry because we're working hard to bring more films to Mississippi every day. We have a great story to tell. We just got to keep telling it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Appreciate you coming on today, Rochelle. Thank you so much. Appreciate you having me. You bet. We'll be right back after a break here on the JT Show. Stay with us. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. With billions of federal dollars on the way, will the legislative session be extended? You know, we got $2.95 billion coming down from the federal government, and uh, it's our responsibility to appropriate. All of, some of that money is going directly to the cities and counties, but uh, probably two-thirds of that is coming to the state for us to appropriate and do uh, things associated with the pandemic. We have to kind of keep our doors open until that gets here. House Minority Leader Robert Johnson believes they have eight years to spend the stimulus money and a boomful man could face the death penalty for the reported abuse and murder of his seven-month-old daughter in 2012. Jimmy Center, who was serving time for a 2014 shooting, has been indicted for capital murder and child abuse. The capital murder charge resulted from an investigation into another charge of child abuse against a different child who was two months old. He pled not guilty to both charges Monday. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Hi folks, this is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that the Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me, call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Store. 
Stewardship Coalition. Gardening is one of the most popular hobbies in America, with the average gardener spending five hours a week in the garden. In Mississippi, keeping a healthy, beautiful garden is practically an obsession. But if you have questions about gardening, there's no better person to answer them than the garden mama, Nellie Neal. So whether it's gardening basics or troubles for the more experienced gardeners out there, the garden mama has the answers for you. Saturday morning, starting at 8 on Super Talk Mississippi and Super Talk TV. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. everyone the JT show continues super talk Mississippi Gerard and Rhino in the studio on this hump day Schaefer in Canton says I'm a Christian conservative pale white hateful and bigoted Southern Baptist heterosexual dude and I would love in all caps a Colonel Allen West Tim Scott ticket yeah, you know, this is this is where they got it wrong. They being the crowd that constantly points their fingers at those of us on the right is intolerant. They're not even tolerant of their own people. They, that's right. They're not. You look at the the Democrat representative cinema. Yeah, who voted against the fifteen dollar minimum wage because it wasn't going to make it through. Yep. But when she did, she got death threats. Yeah. It's it's truly is all about whether or not you've totally embraced, signed on, and are fighting for their agenda. Anything less than that, you are not only canceled, as Rhino says, you get death threats, and they incite them. And it's not like she doesn't check off the intersectionality boxes. Yeah, exactly. She's a Democrat bisexual female. Yep. With purple hair. You don't know what color her hair is going to be every day. I digress, but it's true. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the fact that, that Joe Biden has not visited the southern border, and then you've got Kamala laughing when asked if she was going. Does that laugh get under everybody's craw? It does me. It It's inappropriate, in my yeah, It wouldn't view. be so bad if she didn't laugh at everything. But I got does. the audio right here. And Yeah, play it. Not today. <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. The question, if you couldn't hear it, folks, was, are you going to visit the border? And she's on the tarmac about to board her plane, and she starts laughing. It, I don't, you know, isn't that kind of a coping mechanism when you're laughing when asked a difficult, controversial question? She was totally ill-prepared, 
for that question given the circumstances. Yeah, you're either stalling while your brain comes up with a suitable response, or you're, you're laughing at the question itself if the question itself is silly. That question isn't all that silly. You're the vice president, and there's a crisis on the border. I think it was, I was caught off guard. I don't really know what to say. I don't have a good answer. How dare you ask me that? The audacity of such a question is just incredible. And But, yep, that's how she responded, and it's, it is a concern. You've got now Democrats around the border, such as the Democrat mayor of, I think it's Gila Bend, Arizona, is really giving them the business and, and, and is blaming specifically Joe Biden. However, the Biden administration continues to point fingers at Trump, blaming Trump for this ordeal. I don't see how they can compute it. <clears throat> the borders were more secure and more orderly than ever. And, and that's testimony from people in Homeland Security and ICE. It, it's not just an observation on my part. Well, it, it only makes sense when you look at it from the 30,000-foot view of how Democrats live their daily life with the belief that there should not be any personal responsibility, that it's all somebody else's fault. And I guess that includes the Democrats that are elected to the highest office. And there's no personal responsibility. It's, it's somebody else's fault. Well, sadly, I think you're, you're right. But of all those that are again, lecturing those of us who feel like there needs to be more order and security on the borders and and who support the legal approach to immigration, to those that that are constantly promoting that narrative and describing us as inhumane and that's not who we are and all that stuff, why don't they carry their rears down to the border? and truly put their money where their mouth is, so to speak, why don't they go take a few children into their homes? I, I, you won't see them doing that. That's not as convenient as hashtag activism. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it probably doesn't get them any votes. But You can still get that sweet, sweet dopamine rush from all those retweets <laughs> and likes for the invisible internet cool points if you just virtue signal without actually doing anything. The dopamine rush, that's true. <laughs> that's the, the main issue facing society that I don't think anybody really talks about at that level, is our societal addiction to dopamine. Life is not supposed to be sunshine and rainbows 100% of the time. Well, uh, yeah, and of course, <laughs> the left tells everybody that the, the, uh, the cause of all their ills is somebody else. Something else, somebody else, whatever it is that, that they are trying to diminish so that they can maintain their power and fix it. I mean, the deal with the border, it's almost like, well, let's go create an immigration border crisis 
so we can pass legislation to fix it, to address it. It's the COVID is as good example as any. Let's go create this big crisis and then shell out $1.9 trillion to fix it. It doesn't really fix it, but it, it provides an excuse for doing so. That's how they justify it. Darren and Jackson says, did they call Trump a racist when he closed the border? Plus, why restrict travel from most European countries because of COVID when you have no idea of what is coming across our southern border? And it's another interesting conflict, is it not? We're, we're just admonished again and scolded about all these precautions and safeguards, and, and it's not over and don't get too brave, but yet the borders are being infiltrated with people coming across where there's no orchestrated testing. We don't know. And when they do, the rate of infection is off the chart. They're coming from nations that really have not controlled the infection rate and the spread effectively. And then they just disperse into society. But I guess it's okay in the name of, that's not who we are. I guess that, that's, you get a pass for that. But it, it is, uh, it's disturbing that they're able to get away with this conflict like that. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, this is from Scott and Rankin County on the C Spire text line, but didn't he sign an executive order reversing all of Trump's immigration policies? Actually signed several, and yet for the most part they did reverse the policies. Catch and release and the quota system. Uh, were, a, were a couple of those and uh, that, that come to mind. And it's really it's more signaling, I think, than anything, and, and pretty much told ICE to more stand, uh, take more of a posture of standing down. And it's, it's just been a, a message straight to the, uh, those who seek to, to emigrate. And it's really a message to the cartels and the human traffickers. They, they ought to promote Joe Biden as their customer of the year, because he's the one who's making them filthy rich. It's okay to make them rich, but you know, not those entrepreneurs and innovators in, in society that create value, that solves problems for us. But it's okay to make your stupid policies to make human traffickers and, and those involved in the drug trade rich. While just bringing people across the border that are escaping worse conditions, and we don't seem to even think about addressing those conditions at the root cause of them. Instead, we just let them in here. It's just crazy policy. I think this is going to stain the Democrats when it comes to the midterms. I think they're getting a lot of pushback, even within their own party. And uh, it's, it's going to be uh, felt at the ballot box, I believe, in 2022. They're going to try to offset it by sending out more money to everybody. They're going to have to try to buy their way out of that mistake. we got a break right here. Final segment, first hour on the JT Show when we return.
I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. Old paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you for helping us get our daddies back. Napa know-how. The only thing that may be faster than Napa driver Chase Elliott is the free Napa Racing Chase Elliott caps. Get one free at a participating Napa Auto Parts store when you spend $25 or more. Score a free 28-can backpack cooler with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One motor oil. Napa has Mobile One high mileage, truck and SUV, and full synthetic on sale for $26.99 for a five-quart jug. Sale price good through March 31st and supplies of Chase Elliott caps are limited. Napa know-how. Morgenstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is the opening agri-market report. At the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was down 108 to 82.45. July cotton was down 116 to 83.44. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up 3.5 to 1426 and 3 quarters per bushel. In July soybeans were up a nickel to 1416 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was down a half to 550 and 3 quarters per bushel. July corn was down a quarter to 534 per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was down 37 to 119.67. August live cattle was down 30 to 118.80. May feeders up 50 to 145.97. August feeders up 7 cents to 155.65. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 259 points, 32,683. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP 2012 B3XF, DP 2020 B3XF, and DP 2038 B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on HighBid.com. HighBid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the U.S. and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. HighBid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search, and it's easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And see what everyone is talking about. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, on to the real part. Dino Mike! On Super Talk Mississippi. There she stood in the street, smiling from her head to her feet. I said, what is this now, baby? Baby, she's indeed out of kids. I said, hey. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. You know, concerts are finally returning to Mississippi. Saturday, April 24th at the Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland, you can catch the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside, and more as they take the stage for the Twilight Concert Series. <laughs> Rhino's got, he's got his flame and he's waving back and forth. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or by visiting Ardenland.net. All right. We've got uh, a listener wanted us uh, wanted to know what we knew about the ET sighting up in uh, South Haven. What's the deal with that? I'm just looking at the story you sent me. Yeah, apparently, uh, what day was this on? It was a couple days ago, maybe Sunday night, maybe yeah, Monday night actually, I believe. Anyways, it was in South Haven. A kid went out to get something out of the car, called his dad. Dad came out, and they started filming what they saw in the sky, which was nine, ten lights zipping around, moving around in weird patterns. And they live a few miles from the Memphis airport, but uh, they called, didn't have any explanation. They had jets flying over that afternoon, so they were trying to figure it out, but then they've they sent the pictures and the video to the news, and yeah, the the latest reporting of a ufo in south haven before this one was in 2017 so this isn't the first time south haven it's, it's i guess it's a hip spot for the ufo crowd uh, they have their mask on but one of the things we noted in the video in the story is that the individual has like a camouflage headset on oh yeah they've got a picture in the story i'll get it up in the facebook group at some point and y'all can check it out but the the witness they, the news team has got a picture of him pointing at the sky where he saw the objects in the sky at yeah. night. And I noticed he's got a what I would consider like a video game headset. Because that's what I think of when I think of the, the big over-ear headsets with a microphone. Yeah. Because that's what a lot of the streamers use when they play video games on Twitch and people that play multiplayer and stuff. They, they've got those so they can hear and communicate with their buddies they're playing with or with their viewers and that kind of stuff. Got you. I'm just trying to figure out why it's camouflage. Because usually video games are indoors. You're not really having to worry uh, about the the out of doors. I or maybe it's like a Bluetooth headset. I don't know. It was it was uh, noticeable. You couldn't help but notice it. I don't know that I've ever seen a camouflage. I, I would think. Well, even the military now, right? They don't wear big headsets like that. No, they've think. got the the throat mics where you can you can whisper and they can oh. they can pick it up. <laughs> gotcha. Johnny in West Point says he's been waiting over a year to see Kiss. I got you. Hey, Amanda from Pike County, is that where Scary Gary saw his UFO? Hmm. I don't think it was in South Haven. I don't think so either. 
I don't think so either. Uh, let's see, there was something else here. Yeah, good morning, guys. Enjoying the show. This is on the ceasefire text line. You guys sound like Democrats complaining about how Trump talked. Republicans about how it sounds when VP laughs is irritating only in America. You know that it's not the laugh so much that irritates to me as it is the frequency on which it is used and how it, it, it tends to manifest from the VP when asked thorny questions, when confronted with controversial issues. That's the bigger concern to me. The laugh itself... And considering for four years the the whole thing about President Trump was he's not presidential. Well, how presidential is laughing at serious issues? It's not. And that's, so that's the concern that I have. It's, you know, I... Folks have, of course, personal sorts of habits that I know annoy us. I'm sure I do as well that annoys people. I accept that. But this isn't about that. This is about the Vice President of the United States not taking seriously what is a very serious issue. It was an inappropriate point at which to laugh. That's the, that, And I believe, again, that it's just because she was caught off guard, didn't know what to say. And it's unacceptable to be caught off guard on such a serious current day issue. We're not talking about some obscure situation on some other part of the planet that she may have not been briefed on yet here. Like the clogging of the Suez Canal. That's an issue going on with a boat stuck in the middle of it, right? That is a really... I don't think you would call it a boat. I think they'd get offended. That's a ship. <laughs> That's a and it is huge. It take... Take the the biggest stadiums in the state, so whichever college you root for. Take that stadium, take your rival stadium, stick them next to each other. The, the ship's about that big, and it's jackknifed in the Suez out in the Middle East. It's a big vessel. It's huge. <laughs> it's huge. We're going to take a break right here. The news is coming your way, and we'll come back with more talk coming up at 12. We've got Mitch Tyner in the house. We'll talk about what's going on up there in Washington. Stay with us. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. News. I'm Chris Foster. The Biden administration is pushing for more gun control after mass shootings in Atlanta and Boulder, Colorado. Vice President Harris tells CBS this morning. This is going to be about your viewers and all of us pleading um, to, to the reason, pleading to the hearts and minds of the people in the United States Senate to say enough with the partisanship. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. The real challenge here is mental illness and identifying people who are likely to do this kind of thing in advance is very, very difficult. The brother of the accused Boulder shooter says he is mentally ill. Two Senate Democrats back off threats to vote against Biden nominees. Senators Macy Hirono and Tammy Duckworth say they'll no longer stall cabinet nominees after the White House agreed to add an Asian American Pacific Islander to a senior level advisory position. Fox's Rachel Sutherland. America's listening to Fox News.
DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs, from decadent to affordable, you never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the N stands for Newton, 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Before we even grieve, some are using the tragedy in Colorado to push gun control. That according to Mississippi Senator Chris McDaniel. As an initial matter, if you politicize something like this, it really does show that there's some dark spot on your heart. And that's why I'm responding. I don't think it's fair for the Democrats or any liberals for that matter to attempt to politicize an issue that's as tragic as this one. President Biden is calling on Congress to ban assault weapons. The House removed plans to increase the tax on farm equipment from income tax legislation which is now in the hands of the Senate, Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson is thankful. I, I do want to say I appreciate the House taking the farmers and loggers out of the you know, proposal because uh, you know, it's important. that Most people don't realize this, but agriculture is and has always been Mississippi's number one industry. A third of Mississippians that have a job work in agriculture. Battery power made by steel. From trimmers and mowers to chainsaws and blowers, steel battery tools are exactly what you need to tackle your to-do list. Whether you need to maintain your yard or completely transform your landscape. Shop online for the Steel AK Homeowner Series starting at just $199.99. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. Are you stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HiBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HiBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HiBid.com has it all. HiBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for, and the site is simple to use. HiBid.com, that's H-I-B-I-D.com, and start discovering great deals today. For the first time in over 20 years, temporary assistance for needy families, or TANF, is getting a boost. The increase passed both the House and Senate and is awaiting the governor's signature. It'll go up by $90 monthly, so instead of $170, a family of three would receive $260. The American Rescue Plan includes additional benefits for SNAP recipients. Families participating in the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program would receive an extra $28 per person through September of this year. That's over $100 a month for a family of four. About $3.5 billion in additional benefits will be provided total. Without it, the increase would end in June. The licensed reciprocity bill recently passed over at the Capitol, and Douglas Carswell, president and CEO of the Mississippi Center for Public Policy, talked about the significance. This means that it has become much easier for Americans who've got the occupational licensing out of state to come to Mississippi. 
Hi, folks. This is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me, call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Store. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert. The JT Show continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino guiding you through the middle of your day on this hump day. Indeed. Rusty from Greenville says, The laugh is her version of um. It's a stalling tactic, giving her time to try and think of a response. Could be some truth to that, Rusty. It in uh, um is... A filler, I think, is what it's referred to in speaking. So that makes sense. It, it just it happens a lot. And it happens, I think, at inappropriate times is where I get concerned. Camouflage makes everything 10 times, uh, let's see if I got that. Yeah, camouflage makes everything 10 times cooler. That on the 662 C Spire text line coming in. I'm with you. I just, I've never seen a, a camo headset like that. I haven't either. On headsets, Blue Parrot makes a Bluetooth headset digital camo that some truckers use. Well, there you go. That's from Steven Ponatop. The closest thing to that I've seen in camo is the, uh, the ear protection that's also the, the microphone system to where you can hear the game better, but. Yeah. cuts off when the, the firearm goes off. I think the question is, is it somehow related to the sighting of a UFO? Yeah, was he wearing the headset when he when he spotted them? Maybe he thought he could communicate with whomever was on board. Take no me telling. to your leader. Isn't, isn't that the way it works? <laughs> the headset is probably a Call of Duty edition headset. That on the ceasefire. Text line. Uh, let's see. What what'd you send us here, Derek? 
In Greenwood, even the guy flagging for road construction is out of a job. We've got temporary red lights. Ah, I see. So use of temporary red lights, stoplights, traffic signals to regulate traffic, it looks on a construction, in a construction site, in lieu of a human regulating the traffic. Is that what that looks like to you? Yeah, it's just a temporary red light. Incredible. Can't believe the USA voted for this. I don't know if you've talked about it yet on your show. I can't listen to the entire episode. This on the ceasefire text line from the 662 area. What is being said about people like myself that won't take a vaccine shot? With what I have seen, Gates says about it's about reducing the population if done right. I just can't. Just curious about what y'all think. I'm a long-time listener, as you know. Well, Gates has discussed concerns about overpopulation and, and the planet and its resources not being able to sustain the population. I don't, I don't recall, although I know it's one of those theories that's been, being uh, widely distributed, that <laughs> he's got no connection to the vaccines. <laughs> no. And there's nothing about... He's vaccine. busy trying to stop global warming by putting a whole bunch of chalk on a weather balloon and sending it up over is it Sweden? Yeah. <clears throat> and also, I've seen that movie. It's Highlander 2. It's bad. It doesn't go well. <laughs> Highlander. Yeah. He and of course he wants to we discussed that on the show before he he wants to discontinue the consumption of beef and replace it with microbial bacteria-based meat products. And and so, you know, uh, here's where I stand. I've had the first shot. I'm scheduled for the second tomorrow. Uh, I I don't have any personal reservations about it. I don't favor the government forcing taking the vaccine. And I believe private companies, private entities, can uh, require it if they like. I think that is within the their scope as a private organization. So I, everybody's got varying views on it. I, I'm respectful of those. And so you asked for uh, what we think, and uh, Rhino hasn't weighed in yet, but that's where I think I, I fit into the segment of the population who was uh, able to get the first shot about a month ago. Now, of course, it's open to everybody in the state of Mississippi. And I'm told from just hearing other people scheduling their vaccines that it, it really is widely available across the state now. Uh, I am headed to Vicksburg tomorrow for my second shot, the Moderna shot, and hoping that I don't have any side effects. Uh, you know, those I've talked to that have experienced, it's always been around for less than 24 hours and and... Uh, on the second dose, not the first. Have I would only add, I, I'm not against the shot. I haven't gotten mine yet, but I'm planning on getting it. Uh, I would also add, don't let stuff on Facebook yeah. cause you to fear for anything. It's Facebook. There's a whole bunch of nonsense spread by a whole bunch of nonsensical people and also spread by enemies of this country. So, 
yeah take take the conspiracy stuff with stuff with a grain of salt and uh just ask around you you probably know people that have got the shot and they're they're not dying from it it's not population control and they're not pushing third arms out of their backs and growing an F, another eye or anything like that but it's like a free country if you don't want it don't get it but yeah i'm not i'm not going to dog you for not getting it i just I think the the spreading of conspiracy theories is uh, stain on our existence. Yeah, and certainly to to that. It's point, healthy to be cynical, but there comes a point where it's just reductive at best. And especially if the conspiracy theory centers around Bill Gates, because it seems like about half of them do. And it look, he's a he is a uh, a deep thinker. He's always thinking. He's a very smart, intelligent person. He goes overboard, in my view, and he, and he meddles where he shouldn't. And he's incredibly wealthy, and he, he truly thinks that he's doing good. And, and he, he does put his money where his mouth is now. He's got a whole bunch of money. And a lot of people say, well, he's just doing that to get richer. He's really not. I'm not buying that. Uh, you know, by the way, he, even he is pushing back on this concept of a wealth tax. Even he has said, that, and he would be one of those affected. Even he has said that that's just not not something we should do, not in the best interest of our country economically. So anyhow, the point is, I, I would let theories about Bill Gates and his his plans and his goals, uh, especially have, considering he doesn't even have as much money as Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Yeah, and you don't oddly see Musk is population control or yeah. Bezos is trying to change your DNA. Yep. Uh, exactly. I'm not buying that either. How long is the shot good for to stop the virus from carrying McComb? I think the science is yet to be settled on that. There is, uh, and there's no consensus. There, they don't know yet. There's some that think you're going to have to have a booster on some interval, is as short a time frame as a year. To I've I've seen estimates of perhaps three years, five years, and some that say, no, it lasts forever. We don't know yet, I think, is the the truth. Like what has been the case throughout this pandemic, just a lot of stuff we didn't know. And this is one of them. So uh, if it's a simple booster on an annual basis, or some other period of time, I don't think that's a big deal. I, I, I think that uh, would be easy to to work through. And it would probably only be necessary for those in the highest risk categories, like healthcare workers or the elderly or infirm. Yeah, so I agree. And so here's another one uh, on the ceasefire tax line. I believe in my heart that the folks that haven't had COVID need to be vaccinated. I survived COVID in the, and hmm, I'm not what sure what they it says vent. I'm not sure what they were. The listener was trying to type there, but my antibodies are still high after a hundred days. I I say if you have had COVID, get your antibodies checked before slamming your system again. Great point. I did. I had COVID in November. I had my antibodies checked about six weeks ago. I have none. It's another situation where I just don't think we know. And I can tell you, when I went to get tested, I got tested at a pharmacy. And the pharmacist said, how long did you have it? I said, it's been about four months. He said, I guarantee you're negative. I said, why do you say that? He said, because that's the way up virtually everybody's working out. How about that? 
I just think it, everybody reacts different, everybody's system works differently. But so far, the efficacy of the vaccine is falling in line with what the trial said. There's enough out there to collect and analyze that data. We got a break right here. We'll come back with more on the JT show. Stick around. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guaranteed to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland and the Garland Group of EXP Realty. 601-983-1130. And check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hey y'all, I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Richard Cross, be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it, let's hear it. Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. 
back. The JT Show continues. Super Top Mississippi. CJ in the Delta says Gates had vaccines that killed children in India and Pakistan, I believe. No, he didn't. That's not true. They, they have helped distribute 10 million plus, I believe, polio vaccines on the Indian subcontinent. Yep. And there have been 17 cases of polio paralysis on the subcontinent in that time frame. Yeah, it's, it's just not true. It's just more fake news from Facebook. Find something else besides Gates. It's just, you can't obsess with that and and uh, really live a rational life if you're just consumed with Bill Gates. It's just incredible. I, I, I don't get it, why so many people fall for that. Probably makes him wealthier somehow. Well, the, the Gates story with the vaccine injuries and stuff like <laughs> that came from... RFK Jr., it was an Instagram post or something that's been blown way out of proportion. Sorry about that. Yeah. Mike in Gulfport says, my 94-year-old mom had COVID in January and survived. She had her COVID shots as soon afterward as, as possible and is doing great. The message here is get your shots. You know, I've had relatives and friends pass away over the last uh, year uh, from COVID. And one of those was um, a physician at the Board of Health, in the Mississippi Board of Health. And a, a friend, not only of me, they died from COVID, had a bad case, got down to the ventilator hospital, thought he was getting better. This was a couple of months ago, and then just succumbed to it uh, in his early 70s and was a very close friend of um, our chief executive here, Mr. Davenport. I, I knew, uh, knew, met him through Mr. Davenport years ago, as a matter of fact. So uh, there's just so many cases like that I that I could cite, and I won't, but it just makes sense to me. It is a protective device. It seems incredibly safe. I know we had another listener that said you can, you can bet that on the ceasefire tax line that uh, you'll have to get the shot annually. Yes, Jim from Ripley said that. Because there's too much money to be made on it. I really don't agree with that, honestly. And I, I think if if we view everything, this is, this is more of a Democrat perspective. If we view every corporation and everything as they're just out to produce profit, don't care about anything but that. I totally disagree with that. And Democrat policy and, and Democrat uh, lawmaking starts with the premise that people are just inherently bad and evil, especially capitalistic companies. Therefore, we got to just regulate the hell out of them. And we gotta we gotta confiscate more of their their profit. I'm not saying there aren't bad actors. There are, but they're far more good that produce societal value. If in fact a pharmaceutical company came out and said you got to take this thing every year, and then that was later determined to be false, unnecessary, that company's done. They're not going to take that risk. 
not going to take that risk. The, and, and pharmaceuticals are sticky. They're complicated. There's some who think they should be not-for-profit. There's, there are Democrats in the Congress right now that want to nationalize, meaning eliminate the private pharmaceutical industry. Just completely take that under government control. When's the last time you heard of a socialistic medicine country coming up with anything cutting-edge in medicine? Virtually none. Virtually all of the medical technology and innovation, it, whether it's in, in drugs, therapies, surgery, treatments, virtually all of it comes out of this country because of this robust capitalistic system. It ain't hard to figure out. So, yeah, they make money off of it. Guess it what? money to make it. Yeah, it and there crazy and there, amounts of money to research it. But what the government wants to do is turn it into the post office. We talked about that yesterday, losing sixteen billion dollars a year. Because think about it this way: if you're a pharmaceutical company trying to solve problem X with the human body, it's not like you have a, a map to your destination and you just have to follow the map. You've got about a billion different chemicals on the planet that you think might have something to do with problem X. Yep. Now you've got to narrow down those billion chemicals. You've got to take out the ones that will be toxic in the right concentrations. You've got to take out the ones that will be contraindicated with other medications. You've got to whittle it down to this specific chemical to fight this specific ailment. And that's not an easy task that's just done overnight with a couple bucks. Yeah. It is brutally complicated. And we had uh, a listener, uh, Rhino, that wanted to know if we had any update on JT. I believe he was actually on with Paul uh, this week earlier. and He so, has started his new treatment. Right. And so I was just going to make the point that, that the treatments that he, as a cancer patient, uh, is receiving, those treatments that he, he's receiving, those are produced by these pharmaceutical companies. And, and other medical in, innovators, but mostly it's drug therapy at this point. And, and so, I mean, if he took the position that I just don't trust those guys, therefore I'm not going to administer this treatment, well, he's got no chance of recovering. And you could just make that same case across a broad spectrum of six people in this country. I don't know how a vaccination somehow rises to a different level. Everybody listening to me right now has been vaccinated at some point. A series of vaccinations. I sure do wish that shingles vaccination existed before I got the shingles about six years ago, which was brought on, I was told, by stress, business stress. That is one of the things, because it's a, it's a nervous condition, nerve condition. That is brutal. That kept me down for about 10 days. I worked through it. I did a presentation in front of 300 people in the most brutal pain of shingles. And, you know, it affects one side of your body, your face, your shoulder, your, your abdomen. That was brutal. And there's little you could do. Now there's a vaccine for it. If it were around, I'd have taken it. It's so much better than enduring the pain of that affliction. And, and look, I do what you want, folks. It's... I, totally support your right uh, to take or not take 
the vaccine. Uh, why don't we just let people take vaccinations like they do the flu and stop being the vaccination Gestapo? Who's being the Gestapo? That's on the ceasefire tax line. It's not a requirement. Nobody's putting a gun to your head. You're not going to jail. You're not paying fines. We're just pointing out that it, if you're going to be cynical, it pays to be cynical about the conspiracies that you're spouting. Correct. That's correct. Ra- rather than the empirical data, the facts. So Charlie and Brandon says, remember the polio vaccines in the 60s? No political BS. Well, I don't know that I'm seeing a lot of politics around vaccines. The masks and the safeguards, no question about that. Now we got the goofy American... The people playing politics with the vaccines were then candidate Biden at the debate with President Trump. Who still continues to be untruthful. When he discusses the vaccine, he gives no credit to Trump, no credit to Operation Warp Speed, says the, the cabinets were empty, there were no vaccines, and there was no plan to get them in arms. That's completely false. And by the time he got vaccinated, we had already administered $20 million. And remember, this was the candidate on the campaign trail that said he was going to, quote, shut down the virus, unquote. What exactly has he done? Remember that elaborate 40-page plan I discussed here on the show? What has he done exactly? Can anybody tell me this is specifically what Joe Biden has done to eradicate COVID? And now we got the American Federation of Teachers who's come out and said, we don't agree with the CDC. You know, the scientist, the new three-foot standard for social distancing to allow the schools to open. Now they're saying, nope, not good enough. we got to have everybody vaccinated six feet, rebuild the schools and the HVAC. We follow the unions. We don't follow the science. We're going to take a break right here. When we come back, the phone lines are open, 888-808-8637. Give us a call. Join the conversation on the JT Show. Preschool, Toddler, and Infant Care. Little Acorns Child Development Center. Now accepting applications for toddlers and infants. 601-965-5002. Little Acorns Child Development Center. 100 West Capitol Street in downtown Jackson at the Dr. A.H. McCoy Federal Building. We're accepting applications for both federal and non-federal children. You will go crazy for Little Acorns, where me, Sammy the Squirrel, will provide tons of fun, fun, fun. Here at Little Acorns, we provide developmentally appropriate curriculums, low staff-to-child ratios, degreed early childhood teachers in all rooms, delicious, healthy breakfast, lunch, and snacks. All teachers certified in infant and child CPR and pediatric first aid. Designated drop-off with health safety temperature screenings at our safe, secure, modern, and spacious facility. Call now for a spot for your Little Acorn today. 601-965-5002. Tell them Sammy sent you. 
Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tee time. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601 487 are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films. With some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass light savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Before we even grieve, some are using the tragedy in Colorado to push gun control. That according to Mississippi Senator Chris McDaniel. As an initial matter, if you politicize something like this, it really does show that there's some dark spot on your heart. And that's why I'm responding. I don't think it's fair for the Democrats or any liberals for that matter to attempt to politicize an issue that's as tragic as this one. President Biden is calling on Congress to ban assault weapons. The House removed plans to increase the tax on farm equipment from income tax legislation which is now in the hands of the Senate, Agriculture Commissioner Andy Gibson is thankful. I, I do want to say I appreciate the House taking the farmers and loggers out of the uh, proposal because uh, you know, it's important. That, that Most people don't realize this, but agriculture is and has always been Mississippi's number one industry. A third of Mississippians that have a job work in agriculture. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Taz Niederauer, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. 
Ridley. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. To the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, continues 888-808-8637. That would be the number to call if you want to talk to us. Chris, the mailman, says, I heard it was Bill Gates that put the concrete dividers down the middle of Starkville. It probably was. Oh, Bill, I just dropped them concrete dividers. Thanks for that, uh, Chris. Let's see. NDOC prisoners or families not going to be allowed to visit unless vaccines. They say it's not mandatory, but sounds like no choice if you want to visit. All right, not sure. Wasn't aware of that. And next time we have the commissioner, Burl Kane, on, we'll certainly ask him that. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah. Jim from Ripley just wanted us to know, believe me, I'm not a Democrat, I'm just old and cynical. He's, <laughs> he was the one that was uh, suggesting there would probably be uh, an annual flu shot because there's so much money being made on it. Appreciate that, Jim. I hear you. Let's see. And to steal a line from the West Wing, if government directed medical research, we would have the best iron lung on the planet, but not a polio vaccine. That's a good point. Larry and Jackson says you don't have to, to make an appointment and be registered for a flu shot. Well, yeah, I think that's just because of so many seeking this particular vaccination at the same time. It's there a little have bit, been points in the past where you had to have an appointment to get a flu shot I because do remember of the lack that. of supplies and yeah. a crazy high demand. A little different, though. But it's a similar situation where there's high demand and limited supplies. So. Yep. Absolutely. Michael, the mailman, wanted to know, is Tyner still up? Mitch is coming on at uh, 12 o'clock. Yeah. Don't forget, 888-808-8637 if you want to give us a call. The over-theatrics are why I can see how people are skeptical. Not me personally, but the young people crying when getting poked or kind of a turnoff. Rob from Pontotoc. Says that. 
I still say that the masks have been the most weaponized aspect of this this whole ordeal over the last year. And that's where the term theatrics really comes into play, because you had early on, when the masks were in short supply, Fauci saying, you don't need to wear a mask, because they were trying to save them for the medical professionals. And then he comes out and says, no, you need a mask. And then he comes out and says, no, you need two masks. It's like, uh, well, there's three options you've given us, three sound bites that people have heard, and they probably haven't heard all three, so they're probably pretty confused. I think he's vacillated five times, and of course, the word theaters is specifically what Senator Rand Paul stated in his pretty intense grilling of Dr. Fauci on the Hill the other day, because Fauci's had both of his vaccinations and and uh, still recommended, of course, wearing masks, and, and even if you've been vaccinated, and Rand Paul pointed out there's zero evidence of folks who have been vaccinated, certainly both doses, can transmit. And uh, he said, you're wearing it, Rand Paul referred to, or accused, I should say, uh, Fauci of wearing masks for theater. And Fauci got all, he bristled at that and said, just let the record show that I don't think masks are theaters. So it's it, the whole mask thing, I think, has just been blown out uh, of the sky and, and caused lots of conflict and controversy in this country, and it's just weaponized. And and then you got the virtue signaling maskers, right? Just all, I mean, no matter where they are and what they're doing, if they're not around anybody within 100 feet, they got the mask on. Biden driving down this country backwoods road in his Corvette with a top down, as an example. So, and You've, you guys have all seen it. You've seen folks on the road that got, I told you about the one I saw the other day, they had the plastic shield on, driving a car by themselves. That, and it's, I, think, I think that's a little crazy and gets over the top and rubs people the wrong way, makes people more defiant, I think. And, the, and just the constant lecturing, I just don't think that achieves the objective. But. I think the vast majority of defiance we're seeing now is from the notion that you have to wear the mask after you get vaccinated. And I, I understand the, the medical necessity for the first few days after you get that vaccination because it's got to take some time for your body to react to it in the way it's designed. But after that, the mask is pretty much pointless. Yeah, yeah I agree. And that's, and that's what Rand Paul was pushing Fauci on. And I agree so much with Rand Paul here is that shouldn't you give, give people like a reason to go get vaccinated? Like, look, if you get vaccinated, we're pretty confident you can get rid of those masks that you don't want to wear all over the place. I, but you just never, it's never about that. It's, it's always rules and restrictions and penalties. They just don't understand the concept of incentives. There's a post here from uh, a text from Gary and the Berg on the ceasefire text line. It's a little long, but if you guys will bear with us, I'm going to read this because this is from someone who has firsthand knowledge of the pharmaceutical industry. He says, as one who worked a very long time for a large pharmaceutical company, I can tell you that they have some of the smartest, most talented people you'll ever see that develop products that save millions of lives 
Most people, especially politicians, have no idea what it takes to bring a product to market and the millions of dollars it takes, much less the legal exposure and constant frivolous lawsuits they have to fight. The enormous amount of jobs these companies create and the good they do for all of us goes completely unappreciated by far too many in America, from Gary. That's very well said, Gary, and appreciate that. And again, I think we've got to somehow get away from this cultural problem we have, which is you find one chink in the armor and you got to throw the whole damn armor out. I mean, it's all tarnished. You get you get a bad cop that does something stupid and bad. Well, the entire lot of those in the law enforcement world are just bad. It's just not true. It's a function of being human and part of God's children. It's just that's the price we pay for being doomed to mortality. There's just good people and bad people. But, But the overwhelming majority of people, I believe, in this country are good. And we never hear about that. We always focus on the bad. And even when it comes to the commercial segment sector of our, of our country, th- there's just an assumption, certainly from Democrats who just have this disdain for the private economy and companies. We've got to punish them. They don't pay enough, and they're, they're all greedy and wicked and evil. And you, just can't, you can't start with that presumption. The overwhelming vast majority of the private companies in this country are just good, produce value. And the great thing about a market-based economy is that the market determines their fate. It's when government gets involved, when it gets screwed up. And that's when they often, often are tempted to do something that is corrupt. It's, it's government's invasion of the private sector, I think, that causes as much of that as anything. That was a great plug for drug companies. They are also one of the largest lobbying groups. Yeah, because of what I just said. Well, first, I don't, I don't plug drug companies, and I have no investment in drug companies and no interest in drug companies. I just simply shared a, uh, it's anecdotal, but it's from someone who worked in the industry. I did have drug companies as customers uh, years ago. In the state of New Jersey is where many of them are headquartered, by the way, uh, around that Princeton area. Uh, there was, so they have lobbying groups. Yeah, they do have lobbying groups. That's because that's another situation where government allows it. It permits it. Now, to a great extent, lobbyists serve a valuable valuable purpose because when they're making laws, they're just not educated on all the stuff that you got to know about. And somebody's got to educate you. And that's, I think, the virtuous and valuable function of lobbyists. But when there's influence going on uh, to make laws that aren't in the best interest of the country but favor Certain entities, yeah, I have a problem with that. I'd argue that that's much more prevalent at the state level than it is the federal level.
is my opinion on that. But, but nonetheless, that's, it's a good point, but I, I don't throw them under the bus just because they have lobbyists. We'll take a break. We'll come right back here on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Liz Brister with Entergy. Understanding your energy usage helps you reduce energy usage and your bill. Entergy's My Advisor dashboard gives you free online tools to help you save power and money. You can check daily spend levels, view current bill projections, and determine where your home uses the most energy. Simply log into your Entergy account online or through the free Entergy app. Start saving today at Entergy.com slash MyAdvisor. Napa know-how. The only thing that may be faster than Napa driver Chase Elliott is the free Napa Racing Chase Elliott caps. Get one free at a participating Napa Auto Parts store when you spend $25 or more. Score a free 28-cam backpack cooler with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One motor oil. Napa has Mobile One high mileage, truck and SUV, and full synthetic on sale for $26.99 for a five-quart jug. Sale price good through March 31st and supplies of Chase Elliott caps are limited. Napa know-how. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes, get your purse, sweetie. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Engagements offer the promise of eternal love. Confirm that inspiration with a stunning diamond from All Britons. Every stone is carefully selected for its color, cut, and clarity. From classic solitaires to multiple stone selections, All Britons offers the latest designs celebrated for splendor and value. All Britons, four generations strong and still Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. During the National Ag Week, we salute our Mississippi farmers, as agriculture is Mississippi's number one industry, generating $7.3 billion in 16 agricultural crops. The top one being poultry at $2.1 billion. Soybeans is second at $1.2 billion. And then cotton is fourth at $491 million. Corn is fifth at $387 million. Cattle and livestock come in at $261 million, sixth on the list. And the catfish industry is $172 million on the list of agricultural crops in Mississippi. Their average size farm in Mississippi is composed of 300 acres, and there are approximately 34,700 farms in the state covering 10.4 million acres. So we salute our Mississippi farm families during National Ag Week. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Hi, folks. This is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded 
conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me, call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Stewardship Coalition. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Come on. Come on. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. All right. We are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Now here's more. JT show continues. Super Talk Mississippi. Thomas and Greenwood says, I'm just standing back and observing. I find it odd that most medical workers aren't taking it considering they are surrounded by COVID. If I work with COVID patients every day, I'd have the shot on day one, but they aren't. Maybe they are conspiracy theories. Nope. Virtually every physician has taken it. They are struggling getting some of their workers and nurses not to. And, Rhino, you shared an opinion when we were at break on why that is. Yeah, I mean, you you have this number that keeps getting thrown around that half medical professionals aren't taking it. Well, that half doesn't include the doctors. The doctors, by the vast majority, have taken it. It's the nurses, the, the cafeteria workers, the janitors, everybody else in the hospital that apparently is being influenced by the Facebook conspiracy theories. Yep. And, you know... <laughs> I'm just going to theorize here that most physicians don't engage on social media. Nurses do. And it doesn't, it doesn't matter what your gender is. I, you know, and maybe that has something to do, do with it. I don't know. But it, I don't even know why that matters, honestly. It's not like nurses are vaccination experts. They're not, they're not epidemiologists. They're, I think they just are getting influenced by lots of external information, most of which is completely unfactual. So, Who stands to gain the most from the misinformation about the vaccine? That would be Russia and China. That's true. Who are the two countries that spend the most time trying to influence Americans via social media. Yeah, that's be true. Russia and China. Jeff in Grenada says, I would give my stimulus check back to the government if I could stop wearing a mask. <laughs> he I mean, also you'd, you'd find a lot of people that would agree with that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he also says his concern about the vaccine. Did we violate the standard FDA approval process for the vaccines? If we did, I want to delay the shot. No, we didn't. Another another thing that is is well documented 
is that these RNA vaccines were 95% developed before we ever got COVID, before COVID became a, a thing. And even to this day, it's known that either one or both Moderna and Pfizer actually had this vaccine in like February of last year, but then started to schedule and plan and get approval for the clinical trials and so forth. It was largely already developed. It wasn't. Yeah, it was built on the back of the SARS exactly. vaccine. Exactly. So it wasn't like, hey, we got COVID, let's go you know, get to work and and rally around the, the whiteboard and figure out how we're going to solve this thing. The way thing. I explained it is, say, polio, because we've been talking about that, polio came back with a, a different variant. Researchers would have a, a roadmap at that point, like we talked about their roadmap earlier. Yeah. They would have a roadmap for making a new vaccine for polio, because, all right, well, we know this worked on the old one, so we can start there and build from that. Same thing happened here. The yep. SARS vaccine was the foundation because SARS and COVID are similar, yep. and they built from that. Yeah, and it, so, uh, you know, look, again, nobody's forcing you. It, it's what, I think the Democrats maybe would like to, but I don't think they can figure out a way to make that happen. So you're free to do whatever you want, uh, as, as far as I'm concerned. It's not just online conspiracy theories, CJ, for Madison. Long-term effects research isn't out yet. Well, how long? It is for the SARS vaccine. Exactly. Which was the foundation for this vaccine. I mean, it's... I, so how long? How, how long do you need? Look, new drugs are introduced daily, and they're prescribed by physicians. I guess you could just start asking your doctor about something that is prescribed that might cure an ailment and say, well, how long has this been out? Do we know this isn't going to cause some long-term effects? I mean, just reject all medical care, right? I mean, look at antihistamines. The the older antihistamines are the least effective when it comes to drowsiness. Sure. The fact that they've been out for a long time doesn't change the fact that Benadryl is going to make you sleepy, Zyrtec's not. Yeah. I mean, I had prostate surgery. I had, pro- had prostate cancer in 2017. And, and uh, the Da Vinci robot system, robotic system, performed the surgery. It's only been out 10, 12 years. I mean, I guess I could have just said, no, doctor, they haven't been out long enough for me to trust that Da Vinci machine. I'm just going to have to die of cancer. I mean, at, at some point, you just got to trust, do you not? I could understand being reserved when it first rolled out, but there are sure. millions now vaccinated. Hundreds We've got of millions. data points to show it's safe. It's not long term. I just ask, how long do you need? How long do you wait? What if you get COVID and die before you know the long term effect? You can't say that's not happening because it damn sure is. We'll take a break right here. we got the news coming at you. And then when we come back in the studio, we've got our good friend Mitch Tyner. We'll talk about... You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. I'm Chris Foster. The House passed For the People Act was taken up by the Senate Rules Committee today. Democrats say it's about protecting the right to vote. It is about strengthening our democracy by returning it to the hands of its rightful owners. 
the American people. Minnesota Democrat Amy Klobuchar says Republican state legislatures are trying to suppress votes. Minority leader Mitch McConnell denies that and calls the bill a power grab. An effort by one party to rewrite the rules of our political system. It would take 60 votes to advance unless Democrats change filibuster rules. The 21-year-old suspect in Monday's supermarket shooting in Boulder, Colorado, is described as mentally ill by his brother. Governor Jared Polis tells Fox, in addition to holding the killer responsible, we'll look forward to what lessons we can learn about how to, what you know, what intervention was missed, were there signs where uh, this young man uh, could have been, been helped or prevented from, uh, from taking this path. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today. Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. How school districts spend their money has been a priority for State Auditor Shad White. He said last year, three school districts volunteered to have their expenditures reviewed. And we took a deep dive into their budgets. We looked at every possible expenditure, and our goal was let's find some savings so that money could be shifted back toward teacher salaries and directly affecting students. The findings will be released in the next few weeks. NASA conducted its second hot fire rocket test last week at Stennis Space Center for the Artemis One program. Rodney McKellop, acting director for center operations at Stennis, says their work with NASA goes back. Stennis Space Center had a lead role from as far back as 1972 in NASA's mission to observe the Earth. And so remote sensing, when we're talking about that, we're talking about these satellites that NASA launches that have cameras and sensors that look back upon the Earth and make measurements and observations our own planet. I'm Kelly Bennett. If you're building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Your business may be classified as small to mid-size, but you view it as an empire and naturally want it to succeed. Do you have the proper tools in place to efficiently utilize the staff who handles administration of your HR, payroll, time, and benefits? Without changing current processes and proper training, payroll technology alone cannot solve these problems. By utilizing the iSolve platform, MWG Employer Services can create new processes and properly train your staff to maximize the efficiency of this technology. For more information, visit MWGEmployerServices.com. 
Have there been cases where people who got the COVID vaccine came down with COVID again? State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says yes, they're still looking at some of those cases. What we have seen a lot of is people who got one shot and then like within a week or two, they happen to get COVID um, because their immune system wasn't built up and they may have been exposed, you know, around the same time as their vaccine. For the 11th straight day, the number of COVID cases remains below 400. With the confirmation of four additional deaths, 6,981 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. Overall hospitalizations saw a slight increase to just over 250, while the number of active outbreaks in Mississippi long-term care facilities has dropped to 27. The Mississippi River at Vicksburg is expected to crest at its 43-foot flood stage on March 28th. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers in Vicksburg says the stage is currently 42.7 feet. I'm Kelly Bennett. Hi folks, this is Will Primos. I'm back on the radio again to talk about an issue that I'm passionate about and to rally all of you who love the great outdoors to take action. The Mississippi House of Representatives recently passed landmark legislation, House Bill 1231, which would allow our state to invest in wildlife conservation, leverage additional matching funds, and is a true game changer for Mississippi. But the Mississippi Senate gutted the bill, provided no money, and excluded conservation groups from participating in the program. I'm surprised that the Lieutenant Governor Delbert Hoseman doesn't support using proceeds from sales of hunting and fishing equipment towards this quality of life issue, which impacts the future of all Mississippians. If you love the great outdoors and you agree with me, call Lieutenant Governor Hoseman at 601-359-3200 and ask him to provide a real dedicated source of revenue to invest in conservation efforts. It's common sense to support the great outdoors, the state's most valuable resource. Paid for by the Mississippi Outdoor Steward. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues in the afternoon now. Super Top Mississippi. Jerry and Waynesboro sent a, a beautiful photo of a bald eagle perched in a tree. Said his wife just took that. That is a beautiful sight. You see that, Rhino? Oh, yeah. Isn't that awesome? It, yeah, that's great. We're seeing more and more of them even here in Mississippi. Mitch Tyner, our guest in the studio. Welcome, Mitch, and thank you for weighing in. We are seeing more of them. Yeah. Uh, this, this is the second or third one we've had sent in. And uh, out where I play golf at Annandale, there's one that visits us around the lake between 18 and 9. We see moving about the trees and, I guess, fishing around the lake. That's and, so and cool. And you can tell because they just have a distinct wingspan and look and their sort of flight pattern and the way they flap their wings and so forth. It's absolutely beautiful. So... Yeah, growing up, we never saw bald eagles around Mississippi. Right. And I now remember they, that. They seem to be fairly common. Uh, someone 
posted a video of, uh, I think it was an eagle mm. going in and picking up a fish in their pond in the backyard. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Really cool. Very so, cool. Uh, a, uh, a great bird to represent our great nation. It is. is it not? And, and in fact, I'll send this message out. I've been collecting eagles now for probably 20 years. Really? Sculptures or pictures and all Very kinds of cool. things. So, yeah. That is really cool. There's one in South Covington County. We just received that text on the C Spire text line. So anyhow, appreciate you coming in today, uh, Mitch. Wanted to uh, maybe just talk to you a little bit about what's going on up there in Washington. <laughs> I know that's not your your gig anymore. Yeah, I'm back and forth uh, still, but uh, at home most of the time. Now. Yeah, and I, and I just uh, enjoyed following you on uh, social media on Facebook whenever you were traveling about, in particular with Vice President Pence quite yes. a bit, right? Yeah, you, you you know, the last hour you were talking about vaccines. I think one of the final trips I did with him was to see the uh, Moderna vaccine being manufactured, and that was a few days before it was approved. Okay. Uh, so they were they were ginning it out just as quick as they could, even though it had not even gotten the approval at that point. Yeah, and I think, you know, and I know we've been talking about that with our listeners, and people have a wide range of opinions on this, and I respect and appreciate them all. If it's not for you, uh, understand. If it is for you, understand and respect that as well. Uh, but, you know, there are some people that are saying that nurses are young and they won't take it because there, there isn't any proof it won't cause future birth defects. Most doctors are male, and this is not an issue for them. And so, I, okay, I understand. I get that, and I, I it appreciate. It sounds like a legitimate reason not to take it. Sure, they're young it and does. they're not in a suspect group, and uh, and and we are a free country. I I, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. If it's uh, if it's not for you, then don't don't take it. You know, I absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. But the fact is, I believe that the only way to return to normal and start getting rid of all these and repealing all these restrictions, lifting all the orders, and, and, and from the private sector as well, not just the public sector, but the private sector opening up, is to achieve so-called herd immunity, and the quickest way to do that is through a vaccine. That may be correct. And, and so I, I think when it's all said and done that President Trump, that achievement, because you, you still have to, I believe, credit him for Operation Warp Speed and the production of a vaccine that was ready before he left office, before he departed office. I think it's going to go down say, one of the greatest achievements ever by yeah, a president. you, you got to say it was unprecedented. It was thinking outside the box. And, 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 and let's give credit not just to President Trump and the administration, but to the American people, because sure. the American people funded that That's with true. taxpayer dollars. And they said, we're going to pay you to do this research, and, we're, and you're going to make a profit on that. And then once you get something that you think is viable, we're going to pay to produce it, even if it doesn't get approved. Yeah. And so that was unprecedented. We, uh, you know, so the American people need to be thanked as well, because they're the ones that paid for all of that. Yeah. yeah. And it was just... Very forward-thinking, mm -hmm. I think, on his part, and I guess what I have observed about the president, he, he assembled a, a team of people who advised him on this, and I think he said, yeah, that makes sense to me, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, I think that's why we're here today. Of course, unfortunately, President Biden 
uh, gives zero credit, of course. And that's <laughs> that's okay. The yeah. people can see through that. They know. Uh, they know. I don't think President Trump did it to get the credit anyway. Uh, I think Agreed. he was doing the right thing as uh, as our leader. Agreed. And uh, hopefully we'll see some of that out of this administration as well. Keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, exactly. So the president, the current president, is scheduled to uh, take a real-life press conference tomorrow. Wow, first, I didn't know that, First Gerard. time, yeah. Really? First one of his uh, short time in office here. But I think he will set the record for uh, having the longest period of time from inauguration to uh, scheduling and conducting a, a true press conference. My guess is he's been holed up practicing for that all week and getting ready for that. And... I think there are going to be a lot of eyes on this. So part of the risk of delaying it and making such a big deal out of it, as has been the case certainly with the media, both the left and right media, there's an expectation level there. And, and I'm not sure. Some people have a low expectation. Some people have a high one. It remains to be seen how that's going to work out. Well, the things that we've seen out of him so far, when he's on his own, well, actually, even with the teleprompter, he seems to be having some difficulty. Right. And I'm not I'm not at all making fun of the sure. president of the United States. Sure. And, and I met Joe Biden 20 years ago. And quite frankly, George, he's not the same. Doesn't seem to be the same today as he was 20 years ago. It doesn't we're, seem. We're all going to get there. Sure. I mean, hopefully, you know, we'll live long enough to, to get in that same state. But... Um, it, that it'll be interesting to see tomorrow um, yeah. whether how he can perform without the teleprompter, although that's not been very helpful to him either. At times, it does not appear. Sure seems, but you know the other thing that wanted to chat with you about is just how abruptly uh, the president Biden has reversed things going on in, oh, out of goodness. the White House and yes. in Washington. And it, it seems almost like their their top objective. Is to tear down what Trump did. It's, that's more important than than truly advancing policy and enacting law that would benefit Americans. It's more about we got just got to expunge anything and everything related to Trump. <laughs> you know, there, there's some truth to that. I think, um, and and I got to say, I, I didn't like it when this started, and maybe it was happening a lot more, and I just didn't pay attention to it. But I remember when Republicans took over. Uh, both chambers and Obama was the President Obama was in office, right? And I remember him saying, uh, "That's okay. I've got a pen, right? And and I can do executive orders." And I think that was a that was a bad precedent. Yeah. And uh, and I didn't really like it much when when President Trump did it either. We do have a Congress, and we should be using the Congress. Um, and so it's it's almost as if we're ratcheting it up with each administration. Seems like forward. It. Keep crossing the line further. Yeah. So earlier this month, I read that uh, President Biden had signed, I think, fifty executive orders. Yeah, fifty six was we're the last even, count I wow. saw, which is insane in less than a hundred days. You know, and to a great extent, Mitch, I think that's because there is so little alignment on policy between the parties. And we have a a virtually split down the middle situation in both houses of Congress, and there's just little that is agreed upon. That's true. And so the president then says, well, since I can't get anything through the Congress through the traditional lawmaking process, I'm just going to get my pen out 
and do stuff through executive orders to the extent I can. And you're right. It just seems like it. We just keep expanding es- that, escalating. Yes, and I, and I think um, it, you know it seemed like one of the first priorities was to eliminate uh, all of the success that President Trump had with immigration. Right. And he signaled immediately, our borders are open. Yeah. Stop building the wall. Um, and and in fact, I think one of his executive orders even said that he would not deport anyone for his first hundred days. That's right. I believe that was challenged and uh, and it was not allowed to go forward. That's right. But um, but it signaled to these poor people, uh, especially in South America and from anywhere else in the world that wants to get into this country illegally, come on. Come on. Come yeah. on. I, it's just it, – it is mind-boggling. I do think that is a situation that is brewing and going to get worse and going to cost them politically. It's just, it's just an opinion I have at this point. It, but, it could. Yeah. It could because they've really created a, a mass a problem at the border right now. we got to take a break. You hang with us? Sure. Yeah, we got Mitch Tyner in the studio. We'll come back with more on the JT Show. Please stay with us. So now I'm going to pack my things and go tainted love. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We've sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience, and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys the leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars, where the average agent only spends $250 to $500 a month. Go to? LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. 
At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips, just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. It's so awesome! You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Come on! Let's get on with the show! Yay. On Super Talk Mississippi. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. Welcome back, everyone, to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studio, along with our good friend Mitch Tyner. Rhino, what day is it, please? Hump day! There you go. <laughs> so, it's just hard to believe that it's the way our system works, Mitch, but we got President Trump for four years and with a certain style of governing and philosophy, and then so abruptly, that just changes and it didn't change a little. It changed a lot. It really did. And you know, if you we were talking about immigration before we got off the air a minute ago. If you look at some of those executive orders that that President Biden signed, they were more in the area of let's study this, let's look at this, and yet it was delivered to the public as our borders are open. Yeah. And and I thought, what a difference between he and President Trump. President Trump would have said, uh-uh, he'd go, he'd tweet, our borders are not open. Right. Don't come. Right. Um, and then and then I saw uh, President Biden with uh, George Stephanopoulos, who says, can't you just say don't come? Yeah. And he goes, I can just say don't come. And that was it. That was it. I saw that interview. It was, like, it was kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but President Trump would have been on every You're social right. media he could get on saying, don't come. Yeah. Our borders are not open. Well, I think that's the difference in a type A sort of leading out front personality and what certainly appears to me to be a, uh, a more suppressed um timid, tepid personality and leading from behind. 
Yeah. It just seems like that whenever he comes out, and he's had a, the, the last time or the only time he's done a prime time address where he took no questions a couple of weeks ago, it focused on the whole COVID situation. And I'm listening to him, it's talking points, and I'm thinking, well, you're behind. We, you know, you're going to give us guidelines now on how to open the schools up when half the schools are open. When the CDC's already said open. Yeah. And we're going to get give you guidelines, and then next week we're going to give you guidelines on how to open up businesses in the private sector. And those Look, are already, by now businesses in the private sector know how to open. Oh, of course they do. <laughs> Better than the government, of That's course, right. does. Of uh, course, when your livelihood is on the line, you get creative. You, figure it out. you get innovative. That's you right. You're talking about that yeah. because it's a matter of survival. Bureaucrats don't have to worry about that. That's Their right. job's pretty much preserved, regardless. Look, I, I'm going to give a plug for Tommy's Trading Post. Last yeah. last year this time, they shut down the Ross Barnett Reservoir. I remember that. Our livelihood depends on these fishing tournaments that are yeah. every weekend, yeah. and it destroyed our business. So we started selling crawfish and shrimp uh, to I try remember. to make up for some of that difference. We so. had some of it. The Thank family you. did. We Thank sure you very did. much. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. It was excellent, it, by the way. It turned out to be a great addition. In fact, we've uh, revamped it and have a whole uh, a shack out back now so that uh, you can get crawfish uh, and don't even have to go inside the store. Well, we got to do that again but, with the but, season. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to adjust if you're going to keep that business open. Uh, and and hand it to small business. Many, many of them have adjusted. They are entrepreneurs are a special breed. They really are. And they figure this stuff out. And again, it is a matter of survival. That's right. Uh, you know, I just can speak from a personal perspective. In the IT business, you know, one thing I used to tell people is, I don't exactly know what we're going to be selling to who a year from now. It ain't been invented yet, yes. whatever it is. So we just have to take some leap of faith that we're going to continue to innovate and invent, and we will play a role in delivering those solutions to our customers. There will be a demand for them, but somebody smarter than us is going to figure out what those need to look like. We're the guys that actually go out and install it and make it work, yeah. and, and it's, it's the ecosystem. And it's all a function of uh, our our free market capitalistic system. And we were just talking uh, before you came on, Mitch, about if you look across the globe, and you've got as much exposure to this working at the high levels of government as anybody, the vast majority of the innovation across the spectrum of industries comes from this country. It does. Absolutely does. And there's an incentive to... Be sure. the best. Yeah. And to reinvent the wheel and make it better, make it better, make it better. And uh, and when you eliminate the incentive, then you're going to el- uh, eliminate the innovation as well. So we've got uh, – first we've got the president's entourage running around the country trying to convince people that this $1.9 trillion deal that they just passed, where they're literally shooting money out of a shotgun, it seems, at people into their bank accounts, that it's actually good for them. I don't really understand why you have to sell that. But now we've got the $3 trillion deal, the so-called infrastructure bill. And as I've said so many times here on the air, the Democrats are fantastic at assigning these labels and these names to these bills that just you feel like that sounds so good infrastructure I'm for that it's good for you and then you. you look underneath it and it's got all kinds of crazy stuff that hasn't got anything to do with infrastructure that's right 3 trillion dollars look it's amazing to watch the deficit continue to rise and and uh it's not been 
much better under Republican reign either. Uh, I was disappointed in how much we continue to go in debt. And and while I'm not one of these fear mongers that China's going to take us over because we're going to default on the debt, we print our own money. We'll never default on the debt. Okay, so let's, let's put that aside. What we are doing is if you've been prudent, your your grandparents have been prudent, and they put socked away some money so they could retire. They paid off their house, and they're gonna they're gonna coast on into the next life. No, we're stealing from them. No question. Every time we print more money, we are reducing the value of everything they put in the bank. And no that's, question. That's just wrong. Agree. It's, and uh, thanks for pointing that out because that is where we're headed. And they're they're. There doesn't even seem to be any concern, certainly from the left, more so from the right, n- not as strong as you'd like for it to be. But when they talk about $1.9 trillion in the last deal and, and $3 trillion on the way, there's no concern whatsoever about uh, how that impacts the economy from a money printing. They'll, they want to lead you to believe, we're just going to tax that 2% of households, and that's going to fund all this. They don't have enough money to fund it's it. It's not going to fund the it. The math doesn't work. It's the Federal Reserve funding That's it. exactly right. <laughs> and we all pay for that. We do. We pay for that in the value of the dollar. And, uh, and you know, so far, there's been predictions since the last crash we're going to see some inflation because right. we've had zero interest rates, right. basically. Yep. Um, but we've continued to print more money. And unbeknownst to me, we did that right at the end of the Trump administration. They called it, you know, remember the before it was quantitative, quantitative easing, easing. Yeah. and had Three, three of those, yeah. and then they call it some kind of repo something, but it was the same thing, printing more money. Yeah. Uh, at the, uh, I think that started like in September. That's uh, right. At the end of the administration. Yeah, it was the Federal Reserve Program, and it, it had to do with the, the repo program with the member banks, but it's the yes. same thing. They were buying assets off their balance sheet and infusing more money into That's the right. system, and then that just causes inflation. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't know why we haven't seen crazy inflation at this point. I don't understand Unemployment. It. You think so? Yeah, I think it's I think it's offset by unemployment, and and still uh, to a great extent lockdowns. People can't get out and spend their money right uh, the way they they would and, and could if they weren't locked down. And and not that we are so much here in Mississippi, but in the big populated states, they're still largely locked down. So you know, one of the things that they did in the last administration under the CARES Act was that uh, payroll protection program. And uh, I got to say, that was a pretty good idea. I don't know who came up with it. It came out of the SBA, so it may have been uh, Senator Rubio. He was the chair of the uh, committee at that time. I think Mnuchin had a lot Mnuchin to do with the design have. as well. Yeah, that was probably it. Was pretty cool because it gave m- money to yeah. people, but it was when they worked. Yes, when they worked, right. And so it helped the employer stay in business. Yep. Was able to keep people on the payroll, and they got paid. Yeah, and uh, instead of just throwing money yeah. at these folks. Yeah, it was more targeted in its approach. And, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not one that likes to go print money and just send money out. to. And, you, and some would argue that that was a bailout. But the fact is, their government was shutting them down. Right. And this was compensation for that. This yes. is a different scenario. The last round is a little different, certainly when you look at direct stimulus payments. 
that was all just following the Keynesian model. We're just going to send money to everybody yes. so they'll go out and spend it, right. and hopefully that will prop up the economy. <laughs> it was unnecessary. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the person who I follow that I respect the most and was so glad when President Trump tapped him was Larry Kudlow. His, mm-hmm. his analysis on this is so spot on and so good. Uh, and. Uh, Man, what I love to have him back advising the White House right now. Anyhow, thanks so much for coming on today, Mitch. My pleasure, George. Great to yeah. see you again. Good to see you too. Uh, tell Sloan I said hello, and you I'll guys stay it. safe. Tell Julie hello. You bet. Take care. We'll right. be right back on the JT show. Stay with us. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com COVID. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's, real, authentic, welcoming, fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Morgenstown has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgenstown in Brandon. Morganstone.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the Range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. 
pool tables, ping pong, poker, classic arcades, football, sports decor, even kitchen and bar stools. You'll find it all at Game Room Gallery. Game Room Gallery has plenty to choose from. During this time, you're at home to help make many more memories with your family. With specials on classic arcades and pool sticks, too. Let Game Room Gallery bring excitement to any room in your home. Game Room Gallery, Ridgewood Road, just north of County Line. For more, call 601-853-7777. That's 601-853-7777. Online at gameroom-gallery.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. How school districts spend their money has been a priority for State Auditor Shad White. He said last year, three school districts volunteered to have their expenditures reviewed. And we took a deep dive into their budgets. We looked at every possible expenditure, and our goal was let's find some savings so that money could be shifted back toward teacher salaries and directly affecting students. The findings will be released in the next few weeks. NASA conducted its second hot fire rocket test last week at Stennis Space Center for the Artemis One program. Rodney McKellop, acting director for center operations at Stennis, says their work with NASA goes back. Stennis Space Center had a lead role from as far back as 1972 in NASA's mission to observe the Earth. And so remote sensing, when we're talking about that, we're talking about these satellites that NASA launches that have cameras and sensors that look back upon the Earth and make measurements and observations of our own planet. I'm Kelly Bennett. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back live Saturday, April 24th, starring the Almond Betts Band. With G Love and Special Sauce. Cooling out with the former lady, got the special sauce. That's what she's my baby. Hour, Cedric Burnside, The Vamps, and more. It's a full day of music presented by Wicked Wheat Brewery for this socially distanced concert. Listen carefully. Tickets are on sale now at Ardenland.net. Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are here. From Nukes Eatery, Renaissance at Colony Park, and First Commercial Bank. Tickets are on sale now. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group and Ardenland. Feeling down? Here's your prescription for a daily dose of good news and positive vibes. Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Every afternoon, Rebecca highlights all the good things happening right here in the state you call home. Daily exposure to good things with Rebecca Turner may cause smiling, feelings of positivity, happiness, and even laughter. When you experience these symptoms, tell your friends to listen. Okay. Weekdays starting at 2 p.m. here on Super Talk Mississippi and now on Amazon Alexa devices. T show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. They always say what they want. They're open about their opinions. They're not afraid to say what they feel.
Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show continues. Super Talk Mississippi. You see what Senator Kennedy of Louisiana said about this gun violence issue? He said, we don't have a gun control problem. We have an idiot control problem. I think the senator's right on that. I totally do. He told that to reporters at the Capitol. What do you think? He also said, we have a lot of drunk drivers in America that kill a lot of people. We ought to try to combat that, too. The answer is not to get rid of all sober drivers. Excellent point. Totally excellent point. It's, uh, again, politicalization of a tragedy in an effort to exert control. How could you not look at the entire agenda and avoid the conclusion of, these folks just want to control? And it's, it's just every aspect of life. I, hmm. And I think to a great extent, that because there are a lot of people that agree with them, obviously, put them in office, elect them, and they know that their cushy gigs are safe when they take these positions. Oh, gosh, you know, Oakland, California, they've now launched their guaranteed income program. So we got reparations out of Evanston, Illinois, and that model's going to be studied across the country. It is going to find, I think, adoption in other cities. I think that's coming. And though I did mention it yesterday in discussing that, this is what made me think of it, they intend to uh, fund it with a 3% marijuana tax. That's how they say That and private donations to a fund that would be used to distribute. I sort of wonder that we haven't seen discussions of a similar program in any of the, at least municipalities here in Mississippi, just given the political structure and the, and the control of some of the cities that might be inclined to institute such programs. Surprised that hadn't come up yet, and but I, you so you then wonder: Are they studying this first one that went through? Because there's several have appointed little groups to study it, little commissions. Even Biden, you know, has signed off on that. Let's go study it. So anyhow, that's uh, I guess just the way we roll. Meanwhile, Florida is being Florida. In what way? Well, usually you hear about a Florida man. This time, it's a Florida mom. The headline reads, Florida mom with boxing glove superglued to hand fights girl at daughter's school, police say. Yeah. She showed up, 34-year-old <laughs> Edith Riddle, was arrested uh, Thursday of last week, according to a Jacksonville police report. They, uh, she, she had to show up for a parent-teacher conference because her child had been having outbursts with another student and uh, was scheduled to, or was supposed to take their child home for the day. The child then went to the cafeteria and started a fight with the other student. 
And then the mom, who showed up to the school for the parent-teacher conference with a boxing glove on her hand, and claimed that it had been super glued to her wrist so she couldn't take it off. <laughs> and instead of breaking up the fight with her daughter and the other kid, she decided to join in with the boxing glove. <laughs> That's almost as good as the gorilla glue in the hair story there. Riddle was arrested and charged with one count of child abuse with a personal special weapon. <laughs> the weapon being the boxing glove? Oh, my God. That she had on when she showed up for the parent-teacher conference. That wasn't a red flag. <laughs> I can't help but think about she was ready to rumble, though. It was super glued. It wasn't coming off. I can't think, uh, help but think about the cowardly lion from The Wizard of Oz. Put up your dukes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where do they come up with that stuff? It's just nuts. I don't get it. Hmm. Let's see, uh, Gerard is on the 662. Love the information you bring us on the show. Been waiting to hear it from you, but it seems to me that the extreme liberals running the Democratic Party want as many stimulus checks to go out as a test program for their guaranteed minimum income program that they want to put in place. Yeah, I'm not even sure I'd call it a test program, but I think it's more of a phasing in, and I have suggested that this push for permanency of the child tax credit is a step in that direction. I believe that is a precursor to universal basic income. And just a, a, a quick review of that, already passed in this $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, $3,000 for a child uh, fully refundable, if you have a child in your household, a dependent over the age of five, filed as a dependent on your tax return, under the age of five, it's 3600 So 3000 and 3600 over under five, respectively, for every dependent of those ages in your household. And it's going to be sent on a monthly basis. And they are pushing, by the way, in this infrastructure, so-called infrastructure plan come, the $3 trillion deal that Mitch and I talked about, it does include a provision to make that credit permanent and to issue those payments on a monthly basis. I would call that a phasing in of a universal income program. So think about it. It includes that, those payments going out. It includes taxes coming in on the so-called wealthy. There ain't enough money amongst the wealthy to pay for all this. And anyone who thinks that those in the middle, just the, the, uh, the, the larger component of our population in the so-called mid-tier between the lower income and the higher income, they're going to get hit, too. If they think that they're going to uh, not be included in this push to raise more money and increase taxes. But the, what's duplicitous about the message from the president and the Democrats and surrogates is that we got to go tax them to pay for all this. This is just not true. The amount of money that would come from that is not going to pay for it. By the way, the Oakland program, 600 families as a pilot, 500 per month. They're going to do it for 18 months. 
I don't know how they picked the 600 families. So, and I don't know what Oakland's financial condition is, but my guess is it's broke. But they got money for that. There was also a great article in the Wall Street Journal, might have to talk about it tomorrow, but just touch on it, that uh, discusses the myth of income equality in this country, that it's not nearly as pronounced as the left would have you believe. And the reason is, when you, when you drill down into the details, because those analyses, those comparisons, fail to include all of the transfer payments that people are getting from the government. They're just looking at earned income. They're not looking at housing assistance and SNAP and medical premiums and stimulus payments and, cre- by the way, the child credits and the earned income tax credits. None of that's being considered. And when you look at it, in fact, income inequality has shrunk considerably. In, in the, uh, the title of the article is Incredible Shrinking Income Inequality. And that's a favorite talking point of the left, but it's another situation where they've distorted and manipulated data in a way that supports and fits their narrative and their talking points. That's how we wound up with equal pay day today. That's right. It sure is. And and that I think applies more to genders. Yeah, that's pay the by gender, gender disparity that's been thoroughly debunked by anybody with half a brain. I can't find it yet. I I, I'm just, I would challenge anybody out there. Give me an example of someone who is doing the. I mean, exact. They've been there the exact same long of time at a company, period of time at a company, doing the exact same work and making less money, and it's because the company says has a policy. We just pay females less money. Find me one. Find me one. Let me know. We'll be right back. We've got another segment right after this. Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey, online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, need your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. 
at Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back in play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. Napa know-how. The only thing that may be faster than Napa driver Chase Elliott is the free Napa Racing Chase Elliott caps. Get one free at a participating Napa Auto Parts store when you spend $25 or more. Score a free 28-cam backpack cooler with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One motor oil. Napa has Mobile One high mileage, truck and SUV, and full synthetic on sale for $26.99 for a five-quart jug. Sale price good through March 31st and supplies of Chase Elliott caps are limited. Napa know-how. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge builders i wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy there is colony bistro and wine bar just opened right next door to colony wine market in madison they have 32 wines by the glass wine flights and the food is terrific yes get your purse sweetie in response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. As a farmer, I, I grow U.S. farm-raised catfish. Doing that, I know it's a safe product, and I enjoy eating it any way my wife likes to cook it. <laughs> Hi, I'm Luke Smelly, and I'm Alabama 2020 Catfish Farmer of the Year from Greensboro, Alabama. If you haven't tried U.S. farm-raised catfish, you should because it's delicious. Simple as that. yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You can text the JT Show, 601-879-4395. That's 601-879-4395. Now, here's more with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, Gerard and Rhino. Wrapping up the final segment on this. Hump day! All right, so Malcolm from Tishomingo says, Oakland was not even a city during slavery times. And yeah, this isn't reparations, Malcolm. It's just universal basic income is what they're calling it. Just a steady stream of money going out the dough every month. 
Uh, let's see. Also on the 662 C Spire text line, Wow did not know about the child credit being paid on a monthly basis. Then, yes, they are sure phasing it in. Yeah, so right now the child care, uh, child credit, excuse me, child tax credit is $2,000, of which $1,400 is refundable, meaning the, the other, uh, if you don't have sufficient tax liability to apply your full $2,000 credit to, then you still get $1,400. But they want to make the entire amount refundable. So even if you didn't owe any taxes when you do your tax return, the entire, uh, at the time, at the present, would be $2,000 is comes your way, is just sent to you in the form of a refund. They want to increase that to $3,000. Well, the, the law just passed. The Stimulus Act just went into effect. Well, it's it's easy to understand why you would be confused that it's actually passed, because they're traveling around the country praising it and trying to boost it up like it's still waiting to be passed. I don't get that. I really don't get why you got to go around and, and on the stump there and sell people on giving them money. I don't get that. I just don't get it. And when you hear Kamala, after she laughs a little bit about when she's asked a question about it, she gives a really weak answer about people just need to know how to use the tools. I don't, I don't, I don't get that. I'm not, I couldn't follow that. But yeah, so it's it is a very disturbing situation that is evolving in this country, and in my opinion, with respect to this just idea of sending money to people. And and if you heard our interview earlier with Rochelle Hicks from the Tourism Association. I've heard it from her now and several of my contemporaries in business that, not in my industry, but in other businesses, where they're having trouble getting people to go to work. I I don't I, because of this all this money the government's sending at them. So looking into the details of this Oakland deal, they've raised 6.7 million from private donors. They're going to give low-income families of color $500 a month. So what do you think about that, folks? This is this is a situation where everybody is not eligible for these payments. It's the participation is limited to black, indigenous, and other communities of color in a nod to the legacy of the Black Panther Party, the political movement, as you may recall, which was started. It was founded in Oakland back in the 60s. They say that because white households in Oakland make, on average, about three times more annually than black households, that we got to send them money. They call that the Oakland Equity Index, by the way. And it's being reported that guaranteed income has been a goal of the Black Panther platform since its founding. Direct investment in the community, this is from a spokesperson from the Family Independence Initiative. I'm not sure what organization that is. I haven't heard from, of it. Quote, independent if you're relying on the government. <laughs> exactly. Quote, direct investment in the community in response to systemic injustices isn't new. So once again, we're explaining equality issues with systemic injustices, it's all always racism, it has zero to do with any other factor or issue. We explain every single disparity 
with racism. I don't think that's going to fly. It just makes no sense. People will be randomly selected from a pool of applicants who meet the eligibility requirements. I'm going to, I'm going to make a prediction here. And I hope I'm wrong. I really do. They're going to be, somebody's going to get hurt. You mark my word. You're going to have applicants apply. Some are going to get rejected. I don't know who selects, who receives it. Those left out, I'm just telling you. It's my opinion that we're going to have something, somebody's going to get hurt. I'll just put it that way. Harmed. And I hope not. It, property, person, something. I don't, I don't see how this does anything but divide. This, this, is not, this is not unify whatsoever. Look for this to sweep across this country, folks. Let's be thinking about it. We're out of time today. It's been a good oh, day. It has, and we'll be back in the studio tomorrow, Will Rhino and I. Stay safe. God bless everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.